From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Pastor, the glorious truth articulated in the gospel, Colossians 2, 13 and 14 says this, And you who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. This he set aside, nailing it to the cross. So my question here is if all our sins were canceled at the cross and I've received complete forgiveness, uh, past, present, future sins, I've received that, then why do I still need to confess my sins? And if all of my sins are forgiven, why should I pursue holiness? Yeah. I think we have to make a distinction between uh, what we might refer to as judicial forgiveness and fatherly forgiveness. So judicial forgiveness, your guilt before God that would result in your condemnation, your final, con your damnation. Mm -hmm. All of your sins, past, present, and future are now fully forgiven as you've embraced Jesus as Lord and Savior, you're justified, you're declared right with God. So if you think about God like a judge, in his courtroom, you've been, de been declared now righteous. The death of Christ answering for your sins, the righteousness of Christ answering for your standing before God. You now stand clothed in the perfect righteousness of Jesus. That's how God views you from a legal point of view. That's your standing and, and that's for forever. So all your sins washed away, all your sins atoned for as a Christian. But then you go, for example, to 1 John chapter 1, mm -hmm. and you read that a person who says he's never sinned mm -hmm. is a person who doesn't know God. A person who denies that, he's a, that he sins now is a person who doesn't Deceiving. see the truth as it is. He's self-deceived. So what is a believer? Someone who confesses his or her sins. So let me read that. First uh, John chapter one, verse five, this is the message we've heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. So you have three categories there. You have the person who says, I've never sinned. Uh, that person, verse 10 says, makes God a liar. His word is not in them. You have a person who has concluded he has no sin. Verse eight says that person's self-deceived. The third person is, is who we are and how we ought to be living, and that is we confess our sins. We say the same thing about our sins that God says about them. That's not seeking God's forgiveness in a judicial sense, or else we'd be saying that if we died with some unconfessed sin, we would have to pay for it <laughs> in hell. It's not what John's talking about. He's talking about the kind of confession that belongs to fellowship. That's the whole thing in 1 John chapter 1. Who has fellowship with God? Mm -hmm. Who is in the fellowship? 
who has a relationship with God. So this is a confession that belongs to fellowship. And so our God is our Father. Just as we correct our children, train our children, so God deals with us. And one aspect of enjoying the fellowship that we have with God is agreeing with God when we have sinned and repenting of those sins, turning from those sins. We've, we've been saved into a life of perpetual repentance. And so one of the marks that we're a child of God is we confess our sins. We agree with God about them. And that confession is constructive for our fellowship. It's how we go on growing, walking with God in an ongoing way. So it's not, it's not uh, God is judge, it's God is father. This is the distinction. So this is like redemption accomplished and applied, like the old book uh, has said. It has been accomplished and, 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 and all of our sins are, for, are forgiven at the cross, nailed right. to the cross. And yet this ongoing, um, as an act of holiness and devotion to the Lord, this ongoing um, uh, seeking the Lord for forgiveness of present sins as we are being sanctified leading to eternity, is what you're saying. Absolutely. And, and again, I would go back to that distinction in my mind between judge and father. Mm -hmm. You and I being in a position where we're at odds with God as judge, that's been settled. Christ settled that with his shed blood. He answered for us when we received him. Our sins are forgiven, his righteousness imputed to us on our account before God. God as judge, there's nothing to fear. Christ has answered for us. God as father, there's this ongoing relationship that involves acknowledging what we've done wrong. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, with my own children. They're my children on their best days. They're my children on their worst days. I love them constantly. Mm -hmm. But for us to enjoy that relationship, there are times they have to acknowledge that they've done wrong. Mm -hmm. The difference, of course, being there are times I also have to acknowledge that I've done wrong. In God's mm -hmm. case, there's no such thing. Mm -hmm. He's a perfect father. He never does wrong. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's entirely on the children to acknowledge our wrongs. But that's a part of enjoying fellowship with God. So what we suffer when we sin is not the loss of fellowship. Mm. You're either in the fellowship or out. Right. What we suffer is we lose the joy of salvation. We lose mm. the joy of that fellowship. And God will even correct us, chasten us. Mm -hmm. He scourges every son whom he receives. Mm. So at times in order to um, lift the discipline of the Lord, we have to acknowledge what we've done wrong. Mm. And then there's not just that fatherly kind of forgiveness, but he, he changes the way that he's dealing, dealing with us based upon our willingness to acknowledge what he's getting after in the way that he's dealing with us. Under the terms of the new covenant, Jeremiah um, 31, so we, we, we have this phrase that uh, God will remember our sins no more. In what way is this ongoing uh, um, seeking the Lord for forgiveness, this restoration of the joy of our, of our fellowship with him? In what way are those two things tied together. Yeah, obviously God is just describing things there in a way that we can relate to as human beings. And when he says he remembers them no more, <clears throat> I would say that it has to do with the judicial aspect mm -hmm. of forgiveness. They're gone. They're truly forgiven, mm -hmm. not to be brought against us at the judgment. They were, they were brought against us at the cross. Mm -hmm. Christ took to himself the punishment that our sins deserve. That's true of every believer. So my sins have been judged. They were never swept under the rug. They were never ignored. My sins were judged justly, truly, in the body of God's own son at the cross. He paid for them all. And they're, they're never gonna be brought up again. So this idea that one day I'm gonna stand before the judgment of God and there's gonna be a screen, a movie, you know, mm -hmm. he's gonna play all my sins before me. Uh, no, those, those were answered for at the tree. So that's, I think, what Jeremiah's referring to. Remember no more in, in that sense. 
But even that's using human language, you know, to, to communicating to mm. us in our smallness so that we mm. can understand. God knows. Mm. Uh, he, it's not been taken out of God's mind. Right, of course. He knows. But in, in the case of our sins today, the Lord, God the Spirit, will often remind us of mm. what we've done wrong, that we might confess those wrongs. He'll bring them mm. to our attention. Mm-hmm. So God obviously knows those things and remembers them and brings them to our attention that we, for our good, that we might confess That's them right. and put them away, That's mortify right. them. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. Now, Straight Truth is listener supported. So if you'd like to find out ways how you can help us to continue to produce this podcast, you can go to our website and find out ways to do that, straighttruth.net. At that website, you'll also find links to all of our previous episodes and our social media channels, so be sure to check it out. Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.